Hey kids, it's time for Surf Shorts! Welcome to the Surf Shorts Podcast, an innovator in modern storytelling, looking towards the future, using business terms like radical, off the lip, caught inside and totally tubular. Surf Shorts, the storytelling podcast, recorded on VHS then downloaded to cassette for maximum audio quality. It's totally radical. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Surf Shorts. I've got Todd with me today. Todd was in the studio. Todd is one of my first guests ever, and he has a fantastic story about surfing Masonboro one day and trying to get back. Some of the beginning of this story, we edited out. So we're going to pick up with Todd, and we're talking about what it means to paddle to Masonboro Island. And if you are not from the East Coast, then you may not know the East Coast of the United States, that is. You may not know what Masonboro Island is. Getting there sometimes is no small business. One of the things that we need to be clear about is if you are a surfer from North Carolina and you understand Masonboro Island, if you know what we're talking about, we're talking about uh, an island that's just off the south end of Riceville Beach. Now it's very easy to get there because everyone has a boat. But when we were in college, that was, the way, not, the yeah, that was not the case. The way you got to Masonboro was <laughs> you earned it. You earned it. That's right. You went down to the south end of Riceville Beach. You learned to read the tide. You learned to see which way the inlet was moving. And then you put your board in the water and you, you start, prayed, you prayed and you prayed you didn't get hit by a boat or you prayed you didn't get sucked. That's, out another, that's another story. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and then you stroked it and yeah. you went as hard as you could. You put your head down yeah. to get there. So mm-hmm. what Todd's talking about here, him deciding to go surfing, this is a big effort. It's a yeah. big effort. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, you had to jump in. You really did have to gauge it right. And, uh, you know, figure out where your launch point was. If you were going to walk up the beach, walk down the beach, how hard was it ripping out? Where did you want to land on the other side? So just kind of take in all those dynamic things going on and then jump in the water and paddle your ass off. Yeah. And what I mean by it's a big effort is you're going to Spain the next day. Mm-hmm. You're not just like hopping on a boat and running over there and throwing your anchor up on the beach yeah, and surfing for, for 30 minutes. Quick surf and come on back. No, yeah. It's, it's, a com- it's a commitment. It's a commitment. It's all a right. Commitment. So take it from there. Yeah. So did that and was at the time in, in good surf shape and, and doing that frequently wasn't that big a deal for me to be able to make that paddle. I mean, I, I did it four times in, in one day and by that, I mean, there and back, there and back, there and back, there and back. Well, I've never done that. I've done it twice in a day. I've never done it four times. Yeah, <laughs> That's I, impressive. I'm I, impressed. I, so I, I was in good shape at the time, but went over there and, you know, caught, caught some fun surf, jumped, jumped in, made it across the inlet, had some fun waves. And then, really just kind of stayed too late. Like we like to do, you know, maximize, get your full session in. And Mm -hmm. then, uh, but here, let me back up. So as I was paddling across to get over there, the current was ripping out and it was ripping out hard. And so I, I chose the best launch point that I could, but I still got ripped out where it took me out a a good long ways and I had to climb up on the rocks. Yeah. You had to climb literally climb over the jetty. Yeah. Yeah. And it ripped me out far enough that, you know, even if I'd climbed over top of the jetty wall, the other side, I'd have been jumping in on the edge in the ocean on the other side, not on the beach. It ripped me out that far. So it was ripping. Yeah. So getting there was a, 
It was a chore. Yeah. yeah. And so when I landed on the rocks, there was obviously they're sharp and you have to be careful. And the waves are coming up, they're coming down. You really got to choose your landing point carefully, choose your footing carefully. They're slippery and the tide's going up or the waves are going up and down. There's a lot of dynamic movement going on. Well, I I placed my foot on rock, it slipped and um, hit something and, and just gashed it open. So yeah, I, I was vertical. Yeah, I was bleeding pretty good. It was it was not one of those that just kind of um, you know heals up in a few minutes or anything like that, but just I was like it's not good. But I ignored it and, and went surfing anyways. Yeah, and you bled the whole time you were surfing. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was still bleeding, and I, I was not very comfortable with that, but just. I wanted to surf, so I did it. Not the smartest thing I've ever done, but I did it. Kind of uncomfortable with it, and uh, and then when I came in, it was it was basically dusk. Uh, the sun was already down, and that inlet is known for having a few sharks in it. You know, it, at least oh yeah. So the stories go. <laughs> you surf there long enough, you hear yeah. a lot of stories, and, and yeah, any of us, anybody our age, has seen a ton of sharks at Masonboro. I've dove the jetty a lot. At- yeah. Seen a ton of sharks dive in the jetty. Yeah. Seen, See them when you're I've seen hammerheads, right sandbar sharks, yeah. anything, threshers, anything at Mace. So, sure, yeah. You're paddling the inlet. You're right. thinking about your foot bleeding. You don't want to do that. Yeah. At dark. I, at, dark. I, at dark. Yeah. I really did not want to pedal back at dark, you know, bleeding out from my foot. So, um, I saw a guy. He had a boat and he was. The only option with with the boat at that point, because like we were talking about at the beginning, really just there were not many people over there with boats. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, you'd have hundreds and hundreds of guys over there and uh, you might see like four or five boats, you know, in the yeah. early days. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So. so so you know who the guy is. Right. You knew he had the boat and you're in the water surfing and you're scoping him and you see him start to leave and you're like, I'm, like, hey. I'm going after this dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I ran him down. I was like, Hey, Hey, you know, and I ran him down and, uh, he didn't seem too enthused to give me a ride. I don't know why, you know, he was just like one dude in his own John boat. And like when, Later, when I got my own boat and I was picking up people left and right. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Me just, too. I was oh, like, yeah. yeah, there's plenty of room. Jump in. Oh, yeah. I filled my boat up. Yeah. Filled it up. Right. Because, yeah. But you know what? That dude maybe started out with the boat. Yeah. Like, if you're us or anybody our age, you didn't start out with the boat. So, That's like, right. you have an appreciation for the boat. Yep. So, oh gosh, yeah, I can't tell you how many times I was like, dangerous. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> with people in my boat. Like, so this guy, for whatever reason, he was throwing me a little shade about jumping in his boat. But I, I talked him into. It. I was like, look, dude, I'm I'm really kind of skeeved out about my foot, and and I'm having some problems with it. And, and if you could help me out, it would it would be great. It would be a really nice thing to do and help me out. And um, so, anyways, he agreed to it. And it was it was an old boat. It was it was you know a beater, but. Beggars can't be cheesy. That's right. So, you know, um, not that that's a big deal at all, but it came into play because when we jumped in the boat and cranked it up, eventually, you know, it's back in the days of pool start and there were no buttons, you know, oh, yeah. on, on these older boats. Like starting a lawnmower. Yep. So, um, jumped in the boat and, uh, he finally got it cranked, pulled up the anchor and the wind, the wind is blowing and the tide is ripping and it's like a, 
like a a spring tide. I mean, it is just it's coming in. Yeah, it's coming in now. On it, your way over there, it was ripping going out. Yeah, and now you're leaving, and it's ripping going it, in. It is ripping like it. It's just like mid tide and full rip. You know, yeah, it's and just, a, that's another reason you don't want to paddle. Like, yeah, people are always like, oh, I don't want to paddle back from Mason on this outgoing tide. Well, the ingoing tide when you're paddling back, there's almost no escape from that. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're getting pushed up Banks Channel, and you're That's paddling right. this big circle. Yeah, right. Uh, maybe you're hitting the Coast Guard Station. Like, I've been ripped a long way around the backside of Rysel Beach on yeah. the incoming tide. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I was ripping in hard, and um, and we didn't make it far. I mean, we, we made it, I don't know, maybe a few hundred yards, uh, two, three, four hundred yards, whatever it was, and, and that thing just cut. You know, his... His engine cut and, you know, he said some words and started throwing the the handle, trying to, you know, get it cranked back up again. And wasn't cranking. And you're immediately drifting yeah. backwards. Yeah, we're going backwards from where we came. And it's, it's basically dark at this point. Yeah. And yeah. you're going backwards. And I'm just trying to clarify for some people that don't understand our geography. Sure. You're going backwards away backside of masonboro and it's pushing you in so you're not going to hit masonboro again right and you're not going to hit russell beach right you're going to like be pushed down this very wide tidal creek between masonboro and another island called money that's right that's right and it's all just washing through there and filling tide and, and pushing pushing us back through there and um so the tide was really high. You know, you could see the tips of the sawgrass just barely, yeah. um, you know, poking out of the water. And, you know, the boat uh, was washing in and he just said, he looked at me, he's like, hey, man, throw the anchor. You know, we, we've got to stop because, I, you know, I got to get this thing started. So throw the anchor out. And I was like, yeah, you got it. So I picked up the anchor, chucked it out. And um, he only had a very short amount of rope yeah, probably no chain short amount of line no chain at all yeah. and he, i threw it out and it just went <laughs> and it was not cleated it was not so you just not you, tied off you threw the anchor and yeah. the road yeah yeah all of it <laughs> yeah off the bow so there you go buddy <laughs> <laughs> So that was that. We we were uh, anchorless at that point. And drifted and, backwards. And so um, he kind of freaked out about that a little bit. And, and he's like, you got to get my anchor, get my anchor, get my anchor. And he's freaking out. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right, man. So um, I grab my board. Yeah. And I jump in the water. And it's probably like chest to, you know, shoulder deep water. Even though you're or even though you're in the reeds, the tide is so yeah, high. Yeah, it's so high. You're pushed over against money, yeah. but you can't stop because the water's so deep and yep. you're going backwards. And now you're in the reeds, chest yeah. deep the salt with grass. your surfboard. Yeah. The, yeah, the grass. And you're trying to find this anchor. Yeah. So I'm, I'm scouting all around for it. I got to dive down. I'm... You know, just swimming all around down there, feeling with it for my feet, and or with my feet, and because um, it's dark. Yeah, and and it's and it's deep water. Yeah, and, and so finally I come across it, and uh, I grab it, and I pop back up over the water like I got it, <laughs> and I look all around. I'm I'm completely alone. Yeah, you're like stoked for a second, <laughs> dude. I found your anchor. Yeah, dude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> So he was gone, man. He was just so ripped back behind the island. He was so far gone. I looked down and and I don't even recall if I saw him or not. I don't think I did. Yeah. He was. I was just sitting there with a surfboard and an anchor. And, yeah, and <laughs> at best, this dude is a speck 
right. fading right. off into the darkness, going the complete but opposite direction <laughs> of where he wants to go. That's right. He's going backwards mm-hmm. and he's gone. Yep. And he can't do anything. He's got no motor. He's yep. got no anchor. Yeah. He tried to help you. (laughs) (laughs) So I was thinking about that because I've heard the story before. Like anybody listening, they can tell, you know, I I know the story. I'm thinking about it. I was thinking about it the night after you told it to me. And I was like, best case scenario, best case scenario. There's another that creek goes for three quarters of a mile backwards. Mm. Yeah. Which he's going to keep going that way hard. Then it's the waterway. And maybe he can paddle with his surfboard over into like Oyster Bay or some of those houses on the backside of Mason Brawl Loop Road. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. And then maybe, because there's no cell phones. Yeah. Maybe get into someone's yard. <laughs> I mean, God, I mean, I'm trying to think what happened to this guy. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Hopefully he hears this podcast. Right. Hey, dude, your anchor's somewhere at the uh, end of masonboro island yeah i saved it for you <laughs> so yeah. so what did you do like, so yeah gone. i mean just just wrapping up there was nothing to do i'm sitting there by myself you know my foot's still bleeding like crazy i got a surfboard and and an anchor and I, I look at the two and of course i'm going to choose the surfboard yep pitch the anchor and like you're on your own dude you know you, you can come back and find this on your own and uh and then i've just made my way through the grass slowly eventually yeah to the north end of back to Masonboro from where I started, where I encountered this guy in the first place. Oh, so you just paddled, you went to the, up to the end of money and then paddled over to Masonboro and then yep. launched from there. Yeah. yeah. You'd have to do yeah. that. Yeah. You would and, have to do and, that. Yeah. yeah. And then I launched and, uh, and paddled my butt back home. Dude. Yeah. That is, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that is. An and, awesome and, story. and to finish it off, I went to Spain the next day and, um, I was there for a month and my foot continued to bleed for a month. I never, <laughs> awesome. I never got stitches, and That's I should awesome. have. I never closed it up, and it just bled on and off just for like an entire month. That's I just awesome. kind of toughed it out. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, y'all, that's my buddy Todd, and that is his story getting back from Masonboro. If you have a story, you can email me at surfshortspodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram at surfshortspodcast. And we're on the World Wide Web, surfshortspodcast.com. I would love to hear from you. If you go to any of those places, you can shoot me an email with your own surf story and maybe be on the show. I'd love to hear from you. That was my buddy Todd telling us his story about trying to get back from Masonboro. Surf Shorts, brought to you by the good people at Seriously, people, we, we need some sponsors.